0: everybody, welcome to Caffeinated Humor. You know, the modern fast food place and coffee place like Starbucks seems to be the new homeless shelter. You don't hear about shelters much anymore, but it sure seems if you go into a Starbucks on any given day, pre- or post-coronavirus, you're going to find at least one homeless guy asleep in a chair. And how can you find him? Eh, typically by the smell. But the fast food places are a more interesting thing because Starbucks has this weird, we'll let them stay here, ruin the business, and we're still gonna be busy. Consider the fact that their main product is an addictive drug. Maybe that's why. But you go into a fast food place, the second they're in there more than five minutes, boom, they're gone. They get chased out. I was once in a Kentucky Fried Chicken And there was a homeless guy sleeping at one of the tables. And he had in front of him a small Coke and a wrapper that I believe was for a biscuit. And he'd been there for hours. And the manager was trying to get up his courage to go over and tell him to leave. And this was years ago. Well, nowadays, they don't even give him that much time. It's like, you're there for long enough to eat your food. You're out that door. And if you can't get out that door fast enough, I'm sure either... Security if it's a mall, or the police can help you. Which is kind of refreshing to see. Don't get me wrong, if somebody truly has a reason for being on the streets other than they're a drug addict and don't want to give up their drugs, I'm more than willing to help. But if you simply won't live by the rules of society and you've driven yourself crazy chemically, that's not my fault. I don't feel I should be held responsible for your choices in life. And a lot of people say, well, drug addiction's not a – it's a disease. It's not their fault. You know what? Talk to anybody dying of a real disease. They didn't choose that. It wasn't based on their decisions made in life. Back to the fun parts. When it comes to the police coming into a fast food place, it's like a live episode of Live PD or Cops. You know, you get to see kind of your best and brightest, but maybe kind of your, your middle-of-the-road guys that aren't ready for prime time, not ready for being on TV. And it's fun to watch because they all – you'll recognize the same questions being asked on Cops and Live PD. And it's funny because at first you go, why are they asking these dumb questions? And then you watch a couple dozen episodes and you start to realize because they do this so often – they know exactly what they're looking at here. There's not even a question. It's a dance that they go through. You know, they know exactly what the guy's up to. They know exactly what the situation is, and they're just letting the guy play it out. When you get somebody whose whose eyes are little you know, the pupils are just gone, they can barely hold themselves upright. He says, What have you been drinking today? Have you done any drugs? They're no, I don't drink, I don't do drugs. It's like, well, why is he asking that dumb question? It's obvious. No, they're leading down a certain path. They can't just suddenly say, you're under arrest for being publicly intoxicated. You got to lead them down that road. So it may be a short journey, but it's a journey nonetheless. Now, in the place of fast food and the homeless, they want the homeless guy out of there so that they can make a living. Because there's not just the manager or whoever owns the place making money. There's a cashier that depends on that minimum wage job to give him a little extra money while he's going to school. There's a cook in the back that needs to feed a family. You know, I've known many guys that have flipped burgers for a living. And very few of them have like, yeah, this is just a bullshit job. They take it serious. It's rarely their only job. You know, these are guys that work their asses off. And the last thing they need is orders to begin slowing down or the owner having to worry about laying people off because they have a homeless issue. So, the perspective of the homeless guys are always kind of interesting. They're convinced that nobody will ever figure out what they're doing. They're convinced that whatever lie they throw out there should be immediately believed. It's kind of like the hashtag Me Too movement. All women should be believed. In the homeless mind, all homeless should be believed. It's like right up until everybody watching it, everyone involved, and including the police, look at it and go you're full of shit. And that type of thinking with the fast food, with the homeless, with cops, love that show cops, love live PD, but all of that put together is what led us to today's episode, Let a Player Play, on today's Caffeinated Humor. (music) You know, it always amazes me that someone can be totally oblivious to how they are perceived. I am in a great mood. I was out running errands, decided I needed a cup of coffee, so sat, read my favorite Starbucks out by the airport, and then I look across the street and I decide I need a sloppy burger. There is an In-N-Out burger there. Now for those that are not familiar, In-N-Out is a regional chain that makes a phenomenal sloppy burger. It's good. Now, the one by the LAX airport, that's LAX International, uh, is busy kind of 24-7 despite the fact that they close at 2 and then they open up again at 10, but they're busy every second that they're open. I mean, you can go there on midnight on a school night and there are 50 customers inside and more than a dozen cars in line. So you'd think that 4.30 p.m. on a Saturday would be a bad idea. You would be right. So a half hour after waiting in line... Ordered my food. Half hour later, my food is ready. But it was well worth the wait. The burger's hot. It's juicy. Enough grease that your arteries actually cry out loud enough to be heard if you listen for it. And since it was too crowded inside, I sat outside. It's a nice day. And that was when I first met him. Well, saw him. The player. At the edge of the dining patio, laying asleep on the sidewalk, just in front of the cars in line to order, was a sleeping homeless guy. Shaved head, shirtless, bright green board shorts, skin the color of leather that's been left out in the sun a little bit too much. Well, like a six-pack or a 12-pack of empty beer cans just scattered around him. He wasn't wearing them, but the cans were piled in the planter next to him. At first, I tried to figure out if he was dead, but I could barely discern some chest movement, so I think he's alive. Now a noisy old car backfired, scaring the shit out of everyone in the patio, and it woke up the player. He staggered to his feet and looked around in a stupor. I honestly have not seen someone this publicly drunk in years. It was like two-inch steps, three forward, one back. And it might have been me when I saw somebody that shit-faced before. Now there are a hundred different ways for a startled, groggy homeless guy to go when he's in this state. It's kind of like an unpredictable, like somebody has, has enraged a bull. Now, he, for the safety of all involved, he goes the predictable route. He starts making the rounds in the patio, alternating between asking for money, then a cigarette, then a light, then money, and then hitting on two teenage girls. And by the looks of them, they're about 12 to 14. And the homeless guy, I, you can't really get a beat on that. He's either 25 or 60. Now, where are the overzealous police force when you need them? let speak of the devil, and he appears. A LAWA car pulls up. Now, for those who don't know what LAWA is, it stands for Los Angeles World Airports. They are the police department stereotypes for the macho power trip assholes you hear about. And for the record, I am a great fan of law enforcement. But these guys are real close to that mall security guard that failed the military, and then he went for the police academy, and he couldn't get through the entry tests, and he's somehow convinced that harassing the kids in the mall that hang out in front of Cinnabon is the last line of defense against terrorism. Now for a moment, I almost thought I was at the circus, because six cops appear out of nowhere with just one car there. So for a second, I thought all of them arrived in the same car. It's like, where are they hiding them? In the trunk? and then I see there's two other cop cars out on the street. The parking lot's way too crowded with people trying to get food, and so they parked in the street. Doors open, lights flashing, car abandoned. Now this guy must have been brandishing a firearm before I got there because these guys are postured for trouble. Two have guns half out of their holsters, and one older, kinda portly guy, is lovingly caressing a holstered taser. If you've seen an episode of Cops or or Live PD, you've seen what a taser looks like. They're they're about the size of a handgun. They're yellow. This guy has one that's like, it looks like a shotgun, like a mini one. I mean, this one must be a military grade taser. Now they ask him his name and then I think kind of jump ahead of themselves by yanking him up and putting him in handcuffs. So it's dinner and a show. Now, here is all the comments that I happen to glean from sitting on the patio no more than six feet away from where this is going on. Now, according to the player, this is all a big misunderstanding. No, those beers are not his. No, I have not been drinking. I had two margaritas seven hours ago at about 4 p.m. It's only 4.30 p.m.? I haven't been drinking at all. Yes, you can look in my backpack. No, the weed is not mine. It belongs to a friend with a Kush card. Side note, this is back before weed was legal in California. Yes, I smoked some weed earlier. It's for the stress. You know how it is. No, I don't have a Kush card, and I have not been smoking weed. No, I never said that. Ow, you're hurting me. This was said with nobody touching him. Now, it's a seriously neat little exchange that's going on right next to my table. And at one point, I am shushed by one of the officers for laughing loudly. The player is just a mess. The cops obviously want this to be something more than just a drunken public caller. The desire to taser his nutsack is pretty plainly etched into their disappointed faces. Now, the Asian students next to me are filming the entire thing on their phones, either to sell it to the news if shift goes down or for holiday souvenirs. I mean, you take your pick. But in short order, the player is frog-marched to the waiting cop car and whisked away. And I finished my dinner. The burger was delicious. And the show was not bad. Hey, hope you liked today's episode. Like it, subscribe to it. Hell, there's a link around here to help support it. But most importantly, listen to more episodes. You can also go to Amazon. You're going to find a series of books under the name Caffeinated Humor based on the podcast. Take care and have a great day.